0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap Fightful, here with a name you know. We've had the good fortune of interviewing him a few times. Uh, Wrestlecade last year, we've done some stuff remotely. Uh, But you're going to get the opportunity to see him on March 30th, 8pm, at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. We've got legendary tag team wrestler and host of FTR with Dax. We got Dax Harwood. How you doing, man?
1: Yo, what's up, Sean? Uh, I'm glad you corrected that. It's not a motel. I, I, it's not a 1980s horror movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did. That's I almost hotel.
0: Although there've been, to, I've been to a few good motel parties in my day. Oof,
1: oof. It was me. about to
0: sound like that Nate Dogg Warren G song. Like that's what, how it's going to go down.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be <laughs> okay as long as they were there. Yeah,
0: yeah indeed. Uh, but oh, you got man. the FTR with Daxx. Show man, it, it's taken off. It's blown up, and uh, I mean. There, there are plenty of people who do podcasts, but there are very few that are on top of the wrestling world that that are are in the middle of the accolades in which you you and Cash are that are out there giving honest, transparent feelings and thoughts on how you feel about things, how you feel about things that happened like less than a year ago. Even uh, what kind of what made you make that decision to say, yeah, I'm going to go forward this.
1: Well, uh, you know, first of all, I appreciate all that, but I think it was, you know, the fact that my buddy Matt Coon, who I think understands, I think there's a lot of podcast co-hosts out there today uh, who think that they're brainwave is on the same as a professional wrestler and so they don't step back and say i'm a fan they step back and say oh i'm in the wrestling business sure and i don't think that's the way to go about it excuse me unless you've actually been in the wrestling business so uh you know with matt coon he he's a fan first and he'll tell you he's a fan first so he doesn't try to uh either rationalize or combat uh some of the things that i feel or, or how i feel as a wrestler uh and so with him uh, giving me this opportunity, that's why I, you know, I, that's why I jumped on it because I knew he wasn't going to uh, undermine me as a wrestler or or any of the wrestlers or even the fans. I knew he wasn't. I knew he was going to be on the same page as the wrestling fans. Um, I also knew that I am a current wrestler, and um, you know, even though Cash and I've been teaming since 2014, that's still pretty damn current. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's still uh, in this era. And I knew that if I were going to talk about the things that uh, would appeal to the audience from my perspective, I knew it was going to ruffle some feathers. But I, I go into no podcast with the intention to ruffle feathers. I go into the podcast just to tell the truth. Uh, and and in every interview, whether it's with you or whether it's with, with Matt Kuhn on my podcast or, or whatever, I just want to tell the truth because that's, that's all I have. That's my worth is to tell the truth. And, yeah, like you said, there are a shit ton of podcasts, man, around the world right now, especially in professional wrestling. And so uh, to make mine a little different, I told Matt that I wanted to um, – I wanted to have, obviously, wrestling in the forefront, but also I wanted to talk about anxiety. I wanted to talk about stress. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, struggles as a human being, a father, a a husband, how I'm on the road and how I deal with that. And so I wanted to to intertwine those in and and not just talk about the wrestling aspect um, because that's what every other podcast does and uh so yeah and now i'm here we're doing well um i'm very surprised we're doing so well and i'm very uh happy that we're doing so well
0: and i know matt coon to be a, a great person personally he's a he's a talented guy as a musician uh even though he he is out front i mean he, he's worked with so many people in wrestling that he kind of understands personality dy- dynamics really well a, a thing that i love about matt is how composed he is no matter what like you almost never right. see him <laughs> heated you never see him raise his voice he's so good with that uh he, he's a great person to have on the other end
1: yeah i think so i think he's a great person to have on, on anybody's team you know with conrad too uh, like you said he doesn't get rattled and i think if he did get rattled or did get upset you might want to watch out because uh yeah. you don't see it very often with him dude he's yeah he is uh um, he makes it so easy and he does his homework you know and um I've, I've said it before, he could do a podcast with any other wrestler. I, could, I couldn't do a podcast with any other co-host, so I owe him a lot, dude. And this, uh, this live event we have in uh, Los Angeles is all because of him. This is his idea, his brainchild. At first, I didn't really necessarily uh, want to do it because I've said it a million times to the point where I'm sure people want to throw up, but I am a family man. I love staying home with my family. So flying across the country to LA uh, wasn't super appealing to me, but um, it can be nerve-wracking,
0: too, a live event based on this specific thing, this specific product, you.
1: Right. It, yes, surrounded by all the other stuff going on right now yeah. you know, in L.A. that, that weekend. Uh, so, yeah, it was very nerve-wracking uh, going into it. But uh, he talked me into it, and he said it would be fun, and we could do it the way that I wanted to do it. And I told him, and I told the, the people that we, um, we had a business meeting with, I said, the way I want to do it, I want it to be like a whole bunch of friends at a bar. You know, I want us to have fun. Um, I want us to talk and interact. I don't want it to be a deal where I'm sitting behind a table and there's a line of people and we come up and say hello. Um, I wanted the the live event to uh, have my friends with me uh, because I didn't want to just have somebody there, you know what I mean or have a name there. I wanted to have guys that I could have fun with and that I would enjoy. That's why I brought in Hobbs and Cash Wardlow, Sean Spears and we've got a few other surprises too uh that I think everyone's going to enjoy. But uh, I I wanted my friends to be there because the more comfortable I am, the more comfortable the fans are and the more fun we could all have. God, that sounds so corny for me to say but (laughs) but it's the but it's the truth dude and sean i I invite you if you're going to be there on thursday please come and hang out with us dude um we've never i don't think we've ever had a i don't even know if
0: you drink to be honest i don't drink i think we've okay
1: well that's okay that's all right you can still come and hang out uh we had a good time at wrestlecade together we
0: did We did. Uh, to come out to Los
1: Angeles. To I encourage
0: best. guys, you guys check out ftrwithdax.splashthat.com. You can see uh, the the availabilities for tickets. Uh, you guys are, you have a VIP post show as well. Uh, which, listen, I have partied with Matt Coombe before. That that did happen at <laughs> WrestleCade. Yeah. That absolutely happened. Yeah, uh, he's a lot of fun. Dude. He is he's a blast. He's wonderful, and you got a lot of great guests there. Uh, so the the nature of you know, what I do and what my team does is a lot of times we're listening to these shows and we go, What's the best story? What's the juiciest story? Have you seen any right. headlines or stories where you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that yet? Or, or anything no. that maybe got you a little bit of heat?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. dude. Yes. So, uh, first of all, real quick before we move on, I want to say the VIP thing is going to be unlike any other VIP that you've ever been involved with as a fan because, dude. Like-
0: Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looked more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age, and it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular price order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, Boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash fightful today.
1: Said I told them that I wanted the VIP to 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 be a a, a, um, a personable thing. I wanted everyone to be able to come up to me and come up to my guests and talk to us and let's have fun and, and if they drink, let's all have a drink together uh, and just be friends for that hour. Or so we're together. Uh, but yes, moving on to the <laughs> to the heat thing. Um, I, you know there've been a shit ton of stories. I think there've been more stories. Uh, since my podcast about me, then my whole 19 year career as a professional wrestler, did, uh, you know, like I said, I knew that we were going to, it was going to ruffle feathers, uh, that I was going to talk, especially coming out of the gate with the CM Punk podcast. Um, and the reason I wanted to do the CM Punk episode was because I wanted to, I feel like there were journalists who were, uh, painting him in a certain picture because, or painting him in a certain light because if you look at CM Punk's career um he has always gone against the grain and stood up for himself and stood up for what he believes in and I've said it before um I didn't think he and I were going to be friends at all I thought we were going to hate each other the story I've told is you know Cash and I whenever we were going to meet Punk for the first time in AEW I told Cash I said, if this motherfucker comes to me, sorry, I said F that word. That's okay. If he comes to me and tells me that I'm not dressed the part, like I'm not wearing a uh, a suit to to TV, we're gonna have a problem. And I thought, you know, I thought we were just gonna clash because honestly, we're so much alike. But dude, uh, we became the best of friends. And um, he's a very passionate human being. And I wanted that first episode to be about him because I wanted to, I wanted everyone to know what my truth was and i wanted everyone to know that uh shit happens and it happened and i hated that he was getting the reputation getting the reputation that he was getting um but i wanted them to know uh that we needed cm punk and we needed the young bucks and we needed kenny omega we, we, we need them in AEW. We need them to to, to survive, excuse me, uh, because right now we're the second largest wrestling company in the world, you know, and with those entities, and with those entities working together, dude, and then, you know, thankfully throw uh, my dumb ass and cash in there, uh, it's a recipe for something that could be really, really, really good. And so I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that shit happens, fights happen, and uh, – you know, no one is at fault. Uh, not, not, excuse me, not one person is at fault. Everyone is. And, uh, that's how it should be. Everyone, everyone should have have, had on the exact same slate, you know? Um, so, so yes, I've got heat for that. Uh, you know, I've had, uh, I've had some coworkers go to the, to the, uh, dirt sheets and, uh, tell the dirt sheets what they think. And they weren't very happy with me, but that's okay. Because, uh, the people that reached out to me, that have reached out to me, and continue to reach out to me from AEW and from WWE, tell me how much they enjoy the work of a podcast, how much they enjoy hearing my passion, how much they enjoy hearing me break down the psychology and what I think going into this, going into a match or something. Um, so, the the ones that are there, there are a few loud people, uh, and they're loud undercover, but the people who are who love it Uh, there are way more people like that than there are the people who don't love it
0: so i would imagine like even if you had mentioned somebody that maybe you you had an issue with or didn't like the way that things went if they came to you i would imagine that you would be open to just speaking with them about it and hashing it out
1: absolutely dude it's it's happened numerous times i mean uh people that uh have had an issue with me or i've had an issue with uh face to face that's how i've always dealt with things you know i'm i'm 38 years old dude and that's just how that's how I mean I wear my heart on my sleeve I really do and I'm so passionate and I can't hide how I feel whether I love you or whether I, I don't agree with you I, I just can't hide how I feel if I feel like Cash and I are being um, if we're, if I feel like we're being uh, underutilized or basically just being shit on I'm yeah. gonna let you know I gotta let you know um, and so that's you know I I for better or worse, that's kind of my MO that if I have a problem or you have a problem, me, I'm going to come to your face and we're going (laughs) to make me should cut out the come to your face part. uh, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to come to you and we're going to figure this thing out. And if it has to be a fight, it has to be a fight, but if we can just talk through it, I'd much rather that happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, we saw Sammy and Eddie work together last year after they, they openly discussed getting into a, a bit of a physical altercation. We saw edge and and matt hardy get over some personal things wow to me like i i don't think that there's any more compelling possible storyline than cm punk and his friends against the elite kenny omega even colt if they could get over that like i think a lot of people would be like hell yeah i'll watch that because to me like again i don't know the 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 deep-seated things with punk and colt but from everything i've heard like nobody's wife was mentioned like nobody like there was no racism or bigotry or anything that would be like oh well i'm not going to work with that person because of that reason i look at the possibility of the art and the money and i'm like man that would like what's more important than those two things in this situation
1: right so i i don't know the the whole dynamic between the punk and cult thing sure and i you know i don't I don't really care to know everything about it because that has no bearing on how I feel about Colt or how I feel about punk. I mean, I've told my issues with, uh, with Colt and that was way before punk got there. Um, But uh, you know, I'm in the business for the business. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know Um, if I can make friends along the way, man, that's fucking cool. And if I don't, that's okay too, because I'm in the business for the business. And right now I, you know, the biggest business i want to do is i want there to be there should be a story between at, at the very least myself and cash and the young bucks i mm-hmm. mean there should be a real story i mean it, we, you know there there's a rubber match got to come soon and um you know i if if personal issues can be put to the side uh this can make a lot of money and that's that's all i want to do i want to i want to make money and i want to uh do good for wrestling
0: so i'd imagine you've kept in touch with punk during this this time off is is there like any awkwardness or anything there is it just you all talking about life
1: no uh no awkwardness of course we're going to uh both you know i talk to him almost every day Mm -hmm. Uh, of course both of us are going to uh, uh, we're going to to kind of uh what, what is the phrase i'm looking for um we're gonna we're, we're gonna uh talk business oh god, talk I'm shop drawing, <laughs> we're gonna, i'm drawing a blank here uh, if if we're upset about something we're sure we're going to to tell each other because i don't want to mm. i don't want to go to my wife and say oh my god at work this is happening or yeah. in the wwe they, they've got vets coming back or whatever you know what i'm saying like i don't want to do that with my wife uh because i was gone for so long and in, in our in our uh in our life me and my wife's lives uh from the time we we started dating until just when i got to AEW, i was gone all the time uh 18 hours of school every semester three jobs until i finally went to wwe when i come to wwe i was working every single day so i try not to bother her with that and he and i have this uh have this um camaraderie and we have this kind of uh, agreement that we can we can uh, uh spew the the venom towards each other but if it gets too much and we're both getting a little too negative it's like hey let's let's take yeah. it back a second here's this clip of bret Hart. you know what i mean or, <laughs> what about this you know match or you know right now we're talking he's he, he sent me a text the other day or actually it's like three in the morning and it was a he was reading steve kern's new book which um he heard it's really good wrote- yeah i've heard it's really really good he wrote the foreword in there and um he said, dude, this is making me miss wrestling, like, as wrestling, he, you know. So he still loves it, man. He he loves it, and, and as do I. And I think that's, you know, loving it too much sometimes can be a detriment to, to me and to both of us.
0: What do you think of the FTR Bald nickname?
1: <laughs> I know you've seen yeah, it.
0: I know you've seen it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a new T-shirt coming out on boxgimmicks.com. It's yeah. FTR Bald is my homeboy. Uh, like. <laughs> At first, I was like, Dan Housen, this motherfucker is making me into a joke. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, I've seen it for, uh, you know, the positives and the negatives. I've seen people uh, talk about how much they hate FTR bald, uh, and <laughs> FTR hair is their favorite, which is fun, because that's that seems like uh, everybody.
0: I love it, man. Like, I saw it, and I was like, at first, I was like, is this in good in good spirits, and mostly it is, like, because especially after the 2022 that you had, hey, you got you got three Fightful Awards for your 2022. I know, dude, they're right here. Including Singles Wrestler of the Year, which is yeah. just amazing. I love that. And you've often told me, like, loving wrestling was the motivation beyond all of it. You get these yep. opportunities to have these one-on-one matches, and... The audience responds the way that they have, whether it be fan voting or the fan reaction live. What's that like to you to see that so many of these people just love what you're doing, whether it's singles, tag, or trios?
1: Uh, so that's cool. You know, that's very cool, obviously. And that's the boring answer to say it's cool. But <laughs> above that, man, is to see how much they care about me. Period. Not how much they like my matches. That's cool too. You know, I I, I love that and I enjoy that. For example, we were at the Icons of Wrestling um, signing um, in Philly on Saturday, yeah. And we were supposed to go from eleven until two. And when we got there, our line was—and I'm not saying this egotistically. I'm saying this uh, from someone who, whose mind is blown. It was a surreal moment, and I couldn't believe it. Our line was out the building, uh, out the door, wrapped around the building, dude. It, it was, it was insane. And then the amount of people. That came up to me and hugged me men and women and dude and children and ch- there were a ton of children uh the, the 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 little kids especially the little girls like fight like an eight-year-old girl did something to them you know uh some of the 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 men like come up to me and they cried man and they hugged me and they, oh, they said your story about anxiety or Are you speaking out about anxiety has helped me and you know all and, and then, then the girls too the 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 women as well uh, coming up and hugging and saying how much we've touched their lives, how much they care about us, how much they love us. Dude, that's, uh, you know, and then revolution. The coming, coming back and hearing that, that ovation. Like, those are the things, dude, that I care about. I, I love winning these awards, and, and, you know, it makes me very prideful. And, and I know, and I know I've, I've done something right for, for the thing I love, professional wrestling. But these fans caring about me as a character and a human being that trumps it all man and, and like i never could understand why john cena wouldn't turn heel right i never could understand it until this moment and look i'm not comparing myself to john cena i never would dude. um but what i'm saying is i get it now i understand the people that he's touched and that love him he didn't want to do it and like i i feel the same way and i just hope that they uh um, I hope they keep that feeling for me until the day I retire, because uh, I have that tenfold for them.
0: As we start to wrap up, a reminder, guys, uh, March 30th, 8 p.m., the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, not a motel. You can get uh Or a
1: Holiday Inn.
0: Exactly. You can get, <laughs> know, exactly. uh, you can get uh, VIP as well, which gives you uh, preferred seating for the live show. You get an exclusive event poster and then the post-show party as well. Uh, a thing that, that caught a lot of our eyes whenever you all did come back was shatter machine. That terminology <laughs> specifically is back. Uh, how how did that become a thing? Because I remember hearing that you guys had to sign over or, or allow WWE to take claim of a lot of trademarks to even be able to, to hit the bricks from there when you did. Was that one of them? And and if so, how how did this come about?
1: Uh, so... How it came about was uh, obviously edge and Beth they hit the move on WTV and hearing uh, Michael Cole say Shadow machine I'm gonna ask my wife she took a video it made me so emotional dude because we you know have we came up with the move we came up with the name and now 10 years after we, we've come up with all that stuff they're still using that name that move and a company that we're not even associated with it at the time you know what i mean and so that was uh and it struck a chord with me and i was like you know what this is this is that's what it's called it's it's the shadow machine and and uh that's what we're going to use so uh signing over the rights um we did uh i don't know if i can legally talk about all that stuff about (laughs) what was what names were used and what, what what wasn't um i'll just say that we got permission to use that name
0: okay that's that's good that's very good. I, I like that. And I mean, we, we had kind of seen that in the past, like Cody Rhodes very much wanted to use Cody Rhodes and AEW as opposed to Cody and something ended up getting worked out and everything ended up. Okay. And I, I think that that speaks, speaks well of that type of situation. Now, sure. Of course, the way that a lot of people got familiarized with FTR was fuck the revival. I mean, that was that was such a great bit. I mean, when Brandy popped up and just screamed that in the middle of a BTE, that, that got a huge pop from me because it seemed like they were setting the stage. One day, this is going to happen. One day, this is going to happen. Like And that had been the tease forever. Had you had any real contact with any of the people on BTE when that happened? Or was that something that just yeah. organically grew from that?
1: No, never. Never did we talk to any of them. Um, I, I think, you know, I've said it before. I think that for so long, the young bucks were the tag team, right? Mm-hmm. Were the tag team in wrestling. Um, they may not have been on mainstream television, but they were the team that was bringing back tag team wrestling. And I think in 2015, uh, rolling into 2016, this little five foot 10 North Carolinian boys came along <sighs> and they kind of stole the show from those guys, you know, and, and we, you know, and we did it by having our own style. Because there were so many uh, young, bucks, young Bucks copycats that came after them and that are, that are still out there now trying to do that style. And that's not the way that Cash and I operate. That doesn't matter. That's not saying that they are wrong and we're right. I'm saying they're both good, obviously. Uh, but we we came along and we took a little bit of the shine off of them for us as tag teams go. And I think that they, Uh, I said, you know what, we can come up with this and make it into something, and let's say fuck the revival, but we never talked to those guys, we never talked to Cody, we never talked to the Bucks. Um, At first, you know, my little sensitive ass, of course, I was a little upset at first when I heard it, because these (laughs) motherfuckers didn't, they didn't even come to me, you know what I mean, and and talk to me about this, they just did it, and then I was like, well, this is getting us over a little more than, you know, (laughs) than anything else on WWE TV, so um, it, you know, obviously it took a life of its own, and In WWE, we got to use FTR, uh, like, on our trunks and stuff, and no one ever said anything. I couldn't believe it. And we transitioned it into uh, Forever the Revival. And, you know, in our hearts, that's what it means. Obviously, I can't sell a T-shirt that says Forever the Revival because WWE owns that name. But in our hearts, that's what FTR means. Uh, And we will forever be the revival because that is something that's very sentimental to me. Uh, I came up with the name, me and Cash. Well, me, Cash, and Sami Zayn came up with the name, the revival, and uh, it's a huge part of my career, and my life. And that's what FTR will mean to me.
0: I, I love all the nods that edge gives to you guys. Like w- even when there's the, the break-in segment with Seth Rollins and he mentions you two by name, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's on like, and like we caught it in the moment. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, I wonder if he ran that by Vince doubt it. And Vince is probably like, who? one of those things right. he probably knows you by whatever your wdb names were uh no, t- but
1: to be fair he probably doesn't know us by wdb names if you would have that, said who's scott dawson dash wilder he would say i have no fucking clue. that's true he,
0: he didn't realize that gallows was festus for a long time right. so yeah. i mean yeah there's yeah. that but does that stuff come as a surprise to you when it happens or like do you get a heads up at a hey, might might be a little name drop
1: no no idea but the, the shadow machine uh, going into that, like I was training with those guys on yeah. uh, the way to that match. And I, and I was helping them get ready for the match and throwing out ideas um, and things like that. And I said, you know, it would be cool if you guys hit the shadow machine and edge said, well, you know, funny enough, we we're going to surprise you guys and do the shadow machine. He said, but um, Beth is kind of worried that she's not going to be able to, to jump as high because he's pretty tall, you know, she's Yeah, not to be able to jump as high to, to connect. And we've never done it before. And i said yeah it's pretty easy and so so what they were going to do is they were going to hit the 3d right mm-hmm. uh, as a tribute to the dudley boys and the, the the ladder matches and stuff like that they were gonna hit the 3d and uh he told me that actually that moment in the matches when they wanted to do the shadow machine but they were worried that she or she was worried that she couldn't hit it so i said let's pull out the uh let's pull out the crash pad and i just showed her the the movement that that cash does with the jumping knees, the code breaker or whatever. And uh, she she jumped up. We didn't practice the move. I think the only time they ever actually did it was on television but uh, or on the pay-per-view, but she practiced and uh, she was still very doubtful. So I, I just, I thought they had settled on 3D. And so that, that came out of nowhere as well. But um, no, we never get a heads up. It's just a little, I think it's more than a wink and a nod to us. I think it's a, a thank you because we helped Beth get ready for her WrestleMania match uh when her and natty wrestled um uh sasha and bailey i'd I'd love uh, to see them do more
0: stuff together too i would love to see beth and natty divas of doom back in there
1: for sure um and we helped adam get ready um well we were the we were with him when he took his very first bump before he even went to his doctor to get cleared he wanted to see how it felt and then we helped him get ready for his comeback and uh you know so i think more than anything it's just a thank you and i love you guys
0: the beauty of of the shatter machine or the 3d is if you were like hey beth should do the flapjack it'd be like okay because <laughs> right. she's so yeah. strong she could have yeah. pulled that off as well
1: Dude, yes she is. <laughs> she's she is like she's she's as thick up uh broad-shouldered as i am because yeah.
0: she is so strong one of my favorite performers of all time uh last question uh, who are some tag teams that you haven't worked with that you'd like to? There's there's some great ones across the Indies like Violence is Forever. There's there's some in other companies. You got Edge in one company, Christian in another company. Obviously, that that's something that is on a lot of people's bucket list.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Violence is Forever um, is a team that we've tried to make something work, but it's just hard. It's just hard with our schedule, um, and then you know uh, we also have to get the okay from. Or yeah. if we had to get the okay from, from Tony uh, for the couple of years we've tried. Uh, but, yeah, I'd love to work with them. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, the Edge and Christian thing, uh, I'll just say that that's more of a possibility than people. God, I hope. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, dude, uh, I, we had one match with the Street Profits when they were first uh, coming up. And I would love. It was great. I mean, Dawkins is an incredible talent, underrated talent,
0: dude. Um, Keeps getting better think, every single week. He looks better. He's faster. He's stronger every single week. I see him.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and you know he's been in that system for ten years. Uh, or or nine years. <clears throat> excuse me. This will be his ninth year because he came in with me. But um, you know he's got the charisma that isn't as. Ford as Montel Mont- Montez I'm sorry not Montel Jordan Montes uh, it's not as Ford as his it's he has his charisma inside and to me that's more of an innate uh, it factor charisma as uh, uh Angela Dawkins so I'd love to, to work with those guys um, you know we, we had a couple of matches with the Usos in 2018 uh, and going into 2019 um, but I think both of us are at the peak of our careers, both teams of I me. Mean, All right, the peak of our careers, uh, creatively, uh, <clears throat> or character-wise, and athletically as professional wrestlers. And I think that us together uh, right now, you know, uh, two badass Samoan guys and two badass Southern guys. Um, who don't mind growing hands and also don't mind talking a little shit. Uh, I think that that could make for some really, really good uh, storytelling. I'd love that. Um,
0: you all also made Lexington history three miles from my house. The back shaving was at Reparina. <laughs> oh was it yeah it was i was there it for that should show have
1: come and joined in i
0: was there for that show and i was like oh boy <laughs> nash need a little help listen there's vince mcmahon teaming with god at rep arena and then there's you all getting your back shaved like right tag team yes. history right there two
1: two monumental moments in tag team wrestling history exactly god god and ftr
0: i can't i didn't go to that show either god was booked to wrestle and i didn't show up like it's Oh, not he a used draw. he used a it's version a of uh, Brodus Clay's eventual theme too. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I did not know. Yeah, that,
0: no. they they used it for like four wrestlers. It was like Ernest Miller, uh, God, uh, Brodus Clay. Of course, you know Tenzai and Xavier used yeah. it. That that theme got so recycled. But God, God, I mean everything's <laughs> derivative, I guess of He's a, of the God's creator. In good
1: company. He's a yeah. good company with Ernest Miller, uh, Tenzai, and the Funkosaurus.
0: Yeah. Uh guys, a reminder, uh FTR with Dax Live, Los Angeles, the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, March 30th, 8 p.m. They got a great post show party there. Uh go to FTR with Dax dot that dot com. I could talk to to Dax about wrestling all day, but I oh get the feeling God. we'll get more opportunities to to talk soon.
1: Absolutely. Dude. And I hope you come and join us uh in LA. Come and be my guest, please. I would I would love for you to and Maybe we can, uh, we can talk a little
0: afterwards as well. Absolutely. Guys, until next time, we're out. Nord, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. What more can I say that I haven't already said? Well, I'm going to have to say a few things because this is an ad read for nordvpn.com slash Fightful. You know, the way that I get UFC pay-per-views for uh, one-sixth the price. The way that I'm able to unlock lots of content, the way that I'm able to keep myself browsing safely and securely when I'm on the road or when I'm at home on all my devices. This bad boy right here, this bad boy right here, all these bad boys around here that you can't even see are all protected with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You already get a great deal on it. The amount in savings that I had the first month beat the price that I paid for the subscription itself. And again, works on all your devices with one subscription. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check out their many great tiers and tons of other great features. NordVPN.com slash Fightful